Hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jake, and welcome, welcome. It's episode, you know, come on, I'm not even going to say it. I can't help myself. It's episode 139. Uh, this week, I got a guest. It's my friend, Murray Valeriano. Oh, can you believe I just butchered his name right out of the gate? I wish there was time to do this over, but there's not. Um, Murray Valeriano is here this week, and uh, he's got a new CD coming out. It's out. It just came out. Coming out. It was coming out. Now it's out. His CD is out of the closet, and totally, it can have sex with whoever it wants. It's grown up. It's grown up. But it's it's a it's a new CD. It's called Rusty Cow. You can get it everywhere. We're going to talk about it later on. But first, let me just mention my sponsor. It's me. Surprise. Hey, I'm going to Detroit this week to the Comedy Castle in Detroit, May 14th through 16th. May 21 to 24, I'm back in Washington, D.C. at the D.C. Improv. Please, y'all, come to that. I love the D.C. Improv, and I'm looking forward to it. Maybe there'll be a live podcast. I don't know. June 5 to 7, I'm in New York City at Gotham Comedy Club. And June 22 to 27, then with another show, the 29th, I'm going to be in London. London, that's in England, ladies and gentlemen. That's the one I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to be at the Soho Theater in London, England, June 22 through 27 with another show on the 29th. I'm, you know what? You can go to their website. Go to my website to go to their website, though. Please, throw me a bone. That makes my numbers look good. And that's really, that's really what the world is about, is making your numbers look good. Who cares about anything else besides your numbers? I do. I do. I care about your feelings because I feel like your feelings are important, more important than your numbers. And I feel pretty good. I'm glad you're here. And I hope you're glad you're here. Crank it up if you're on the treadmill, and if you're on, if you're in the car driving around, just relax. Maybe you want to go into airplane mode so no one could call you right now. I say that all the time, but people call me quite often during the podcast because I forget my own advice about airplane mode. And if you don't have airplane mode, don't don't feel bad about yourself. Not everyone not everyone has airplane mode. <laughs> But just because that phone rings doesn't mean you have to answer it. Just remember that. Sometimes I want to say that out loud to people, but I don't. I was in Chipotle the other day. Shout out to Chipotle. I love that place. But I'm behind this kid with a skateboard, and he puts his skateboard on one of the, you know, the high tables. We're in line next to these high tables, and he just puts his skateboard, sets it wheels down on top of the table. Somebody's going to eat their lunch where his wheel that rolled in the street through God knows what, and I'm not trying to judge this young man. I'm just saying, well, I am judging him about his putting a skateboard on the table, but wherever he goes, that's his business. But there's dog uh, urine in the streets. That's the least of what could be on those skateboard wheels that's now on the table where someone's going to eat their lunch, not me, because I saw him do it. So I had another table where someone else put something terrible on it before I got there, and so I didn't see it. But that's also how we build up our immune systems, isn't it? Really? We expose ourselves to what's on the wheels of the skateboards of the young people all across America. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy Murray Valeriano. Here we go. We gotta get going. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, we don't have time. We don't have all day. Oh, dilly, dilly so you've got to go here? pick a kid up. Yeah, I, I haven't decided which one yet. Yeah, you don't. You don't always pick up your own kid. Yeah, sometimes I like to vary it up. Okay, can you? Oh, I'm sorry. Are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going. This is it. Oh, okay. Believe me. I've all right. Low threshold for what I consider a show. <laughs> oh well, then yeah, I'm the your way. perfect guest. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you could make it. <laughs> 
glad you could make it. Um, oh, so here we are. This is it. And this, okay, this is great. I'm, it's good to be back. It hasn't changed a bit. No, well, there's a few other. It's hard to tell when there have been a new additions to this room because it's sort of constantly in the state of things getting dumped and then put away and then thrown away and then more things coming in. Sure. I'm glad you, I'm, I'm glad you have this. I'm glad my. I've you've been to my podcast studio slash office slash yours is very room. tidy. Are you right? Are you a minimalist kind of guy or no? You? My wife is extremely anal and Greek, so that combination is keep it clean or she gets mad. And is she, but that's even in your room. Yeah, 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 yeah. My wife only comes to get me in here to t- make me go do some other thing. She not tr- make me. <laughs> no, she makes you. Yeah, <laughs> she tries not to. She tries not to. She tries not to go into my space because she she'll go she'll just it'll make me angry so i'm not going to go in there your space makes her angry yeah if it's messy if it's messy will she throw things away or put them away or no no she'll just complain to me about it although when i when we first moved in together it was like a uh i love lucy episode or something there was a big bag of stuff being thrown out and i went through it and i'm like well this is my blanket (laughs) this is my shirt why are you throwing it was it was like a bad sitcom scene i'm like why are you throwing this away just because it was on the floor she's like well you haven't worn it and that that blanket's kind of smelly i'm like well we can wash the blanket she's like well why don't you well i'll do it now just let me keep it wow let me just ask you about your blanket um Is this a <laughs> is this a blanket that was on a, on a bed, or is it, did you have a blanket that you just have around the house to cover up in case you get chilly? I carry it with me. It's right. It's here, right here. Take a look. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Bongo, and so, he's been with me since fourth grade. It's not real. Really. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I had a blanket. I, it's funny. I still have it too. I fought for it because um, I told her it reminded me of freedom. <laughs> yeah i think a blanket means freedom to a lot of people it means that you could get you're free to go sleep on the couch yeah exactly whenever you want so i kept my uh i kept my blanket i won that battle i won that battle i'm glad you were able to keep your blankets <laughs> and your shirt sounds like a nice shirt and a bowl and i kept a bowl too what was the bowl it's just a blue bowl i've had since college it's about i don't know it's good it's a good size for popcorn Oh, so it's not a regular, it's not like every morning you eat your breakfast out of that no, bowl. No, no, it's just a, it's a popcorn bowl. It's an occasional, it comes into service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, those are the kind of thing. It's important to have that around. That's freedom, too, Yeah, right? that's freedom also. All you need is a bowl and a blanket. That's all you need is a bowl and a blanket, Jake. You can hit the road. I feel a book coming on. I know <laughs> you've just released your CD, but I think you've got the bowl and a blanket book. It's it's hot now, this minimalist thing. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hot. Uh, yeah, I've been reading all about it. <laughs> what do you do? You have blanket. Any? Europe on a bowl and a blanket. Europe on a bowl and a blanket. Yeah. Ooh, might need a spoon. <laughs> Maybe a spoon. Might need a spoon. Maybe a spoon. I don't know. I've only been married ten years. Maybe I'll get my spoon in the next five. Yeah, I do think you are going to need a spoon. You don't mention that in the title of the book. You start it starts to get long. Yeah. Oh but yeah, yeah. You do yeah, need you a spoon. You can't turn into that. And then when it goes into a movie, you can't fit it on the marquee. Mm, can't fit mm-hmm. a bowl, a blanket, a bowl, and a spoon. It'll just trickle off. So it's like the man version of eat, pray, love, or man. Yeah, eat. What is it? Eat, eat, pray, eat, pray, man, love. No, eat, eat, pray, something, love. Oh, there's another one in there. Oh, is it eat, pray, love? Is I thought three? it was just eat, pray, love. Oh, okay, I could be wrong. I didn't read it. So, but you're allowed to have another bowl, blanket, spoon. Yeah, but we're putting ands in there, and that's gonna that's that's gonna add to the to the distance of the of the yeah, length. Okay. So unless we just go. Bowl spoon blanket, or blanket blanket bowl spoon. Yeah, or well, you could put you could do like on Twitter. You could put that little uh, treble clef looking and thing in there. You know what I mean? 
An ant sign? The ant sign, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ant sign. <laughs> is it called the ant sign, or does so. it have well, another I mean, name? Ampersand, I believe, is the A circle, is the at sign, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the ant sign is. I don't either. Oh, okay. But I know what a treble clef is. So do I. <laughs> I would probably put bass clefs in between, just to really confuse people. If I could find that on my phone, if there was a bass clef on there, <laughs> I would love doing that. <laughs> what is that? That's the C with the colon, right? If I remember from my music theory. Well, it's, it's more like a giant apostrophe. <laughs> That's how I think of the bass clef. <laughs> but uh, yes, I can understand Giant how, apostrophe. Okay. How it's a, sort of a C, but then you've turned it up, and it's backwards. Yeah. You know, because it's that way. Oh, right. It is that yeah. way. But it's, but it's forward. It would be like if you're looking at a C in a mirror. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Okay. It would be like if you were looking at a you're C in like a mirror. You're saying like it was upside down, like a mushroom, like, like the pie sign. Well, a C is like this, but the bass sure. clef is more like that. Oh, so it's augmented. Yeah. Oh, another musical term. I see, this is great if you're listening. Like this and like that. Did you get that? Did you enjoy that, everyone? You didn't see our hand signs? Go, just, so all you need to do is Google bass clef, and then you can skip the rest of this. <laughs> oh, the C. I see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then I tried to throw in the pie sign and confuse everybody. Oh, I, do they have pie on the phone? They've got all those smiley faces and a turd with a face on it. You'd think there'd be a pie in there. I get that from a lot of people, the turd with the face on it, and I don't like the turd with the face on it. I think they're doing it to be funny. I think they can't believe that it's one of the that it's one of the emojis, but emoji is a Japanese word, right? Right. And they, they don't poop? They love poop. Oh, they do? They love the poop with the face on it. I think it's based on a like a TV show or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, Hello, poopy? Yeah. Ew. It's going to be a tough <laughs> visit, I think, for us to Japan, because I don't want to... I guess I do want to see that. I take it back. I do want to see the TV see the show that's cartoon? a poop with a face on it. Oh, I want wow. to see what it does. I want to. I want to I, it. It's not worth learning Japanese for. But <laughs> no. uh, if I was in Japan, I would watch it even if I didn't know if I if there were no subtitles. I would just be like, I just need to see what that I'm, poop face thing. I'm is not doing. a poop guy at all. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm at Murray V on Twitter. If you want to tweet at me, tweet anything you want, but no poop emojis, please. <laughs> no just, poop emojis. I just don't like poop emojis. They're weird. They're kind of gross. And then there's like somebody sent me a barfing emoji. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't now, like... do those come out on Twitter? If you tweet them on on your phone, <sighs> their phones, I guess, not Twitters. I guess, right? Do they? Come well, you can tweet them, and people can see them on their phone. But if they look on the internet online on a computer, can they see the emoji? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't realize. Experiments. I, I think this is a record uh, for the pod. Usually, I, we wind up on something that we don't know what we're talking about. But this right. is maybe the fastest. This is out of the gate, happened. man. Yeah. <laughs> this is, we, hey, we don't know anything. Let's just turn the mics on. <laughs> and it's and it's such a basic. Like, how could we ever possibly find that out? I don't, I don't know. know. You could tweet, and I could go huh. look at it on the computer. On that giant screen four inches from your head. <laughs> we don't have time for that. <laughs> or we you can just ask the thirteen-year-old next door. <laughs> yeah i'm curious about poop emojis you mean if you could see them on the computer if you could tweet them on your phone yeah that's my question yeah we learned about that in class mm-hmm. yesterday yeah 13 year olds i would love to i feel like i could totally afford to hire a 13 year old and he might be or she might be able to do a better job of you know spearheading my career from this point forward than the current people who are in charge you might may- <clears throat> excuse me i'm losing my voice i guess yeah, man. I mean, they're they're taking over everything. Thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, for for a while it was the nerds, and now it's the nerdy thirteen-year-olds. Have you ever watched their YouTube's? Thirteen-year-olds. Well, there's a lot of YouTube channels where it's just a young person talking about things that they're 
interested in. Oh, okay, no, I have. Or reviewing things, mm-hmm. or or you know, giving you tips on things. Mm-hmm. And I've I've done I've I've watched them just in terms of like, well, look, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I should go see someone who knows what they're doing. Sure. Here's a person who. Have you seen the billboards of the people who've got two hundred thousand people watching them on YouTube? No, where are those? You're driving down the street, and there's a pretty girl lying on her side, and it says 238,000 YouTube followers in her name. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Is that in town, or is that on the road? The poop emoji phone and <laughs> get out in the world and start looking at some billboards. Really? Now we gotta get, now we got to get a billboard? Yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah, well, maybe. Ugh. No, I think someone else gets in the billboard. I think that's what happens. You get to be so popular making little videos on your phone and mm-hmm. putting them on YouTube that then eventually they give you a billboard. They used to give you a TV show. Now you get a now billboard. You, now you just get a billboard. Wow. $500,000 billboard deal? I don't know if she even gets paid for the billboard. Oh, really? That's the new, also the new thing in show business. The new... The new thing is we're, it's a hobby. Oh, yeah. We do it for free. Yeah. We, I'm not getting paid for this? For this? Yeah. No. Oh. This is not. This doesn't pay. I don't get oh. paid. Now I'm going to have to and pull so Robert Downey that. Jr. walk off 60 Minutes or whatever he did the other day. Who did? Robert Downey Jr. walked off. It wasn't 60 Minutes. It was maybe CNN. Because they kept he ask, about? They kept asking him about his drug addiction. And he was there to promote the Avengers. And I probably would have walked off too because the guy just kept going. You know, because you know, because you used to do a lot of drugs, and you think that affects your life right now. It's like, well, aren't we here to promote adventures? Yeah, and but I he mean, st- he stopped doing the drugs, didn't and he, he stopped doing the drugs a while ago, and it's worked out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I've got my drug use at a sort of a manageable level. I can tell. Yeah, right now. I know you don't do crystal meth, or this place would be spotless. <laughs> yeah, we tidy it up a little bit. I think that meth, though, that's da- that's bad for you. Start picking little sores in your skin, and right, it's not a. There's not a picture of. There's not an example of the guy who's doing meth and it's really working for him. Right now, there's not. You're. I don't think you're going to get like sticky fingers off of meth. Like they got off, you know, heroin. The st- you yeah, know, the st- yeah. Stones doing heroin got some really great music. I don't think anybody out there is really busting out the next. You know, the wall by Pink Floyd by doing uh, yeah. meth. Yeah. Stay I, off maybe the I meth. could. I don't know. Maybe. Stay off the meth. That's a good public service. Mm-hmm. If we learn anything, stay now, off the meth today. I noticed you're wearing a hat today. I, I wore a hat because uh, it's from Scotland and I know you're Scottish. No, I'm not Scottish. You're not? No. No. What Did you I, just what go do to... I do with all this haggis? <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet of you to bring haggis. I mean, you're the first part, you're the first guest who's ever brought haggis. I was thinking, what does this place need? <laughs> the place that haggis. has everything. That, it that's needs haggis. the thing is I try not to leave any food in here because <laughs> because <laughs> it could easily get uh, lost underneath some things. I mean, I, I take it back. There are some peanuts over there in a can okay. if you want. <laughs> you want some nuts. Um no, you're wearing a hat. I am. I'm wearing can, a hat. I can see your hair is peeking out from under your hat. Uh-huh. And you've got some gray. I, I've got some gray hair. I do have some gray, yes. I was just listening to the radio this morning, and they were saying in Britain, I mean, it was the BBC part of, you know, the, anyway. The BBC, BBC part of the radio? It was the BBC part of the NPR part of the thing. Okay, sure. The, anyway, and they were talking about people in Britain are now getting their hair dyed gray. What? It's Why? A, it's a fashion. It's a fashiony thing. You know what that means? Yeah. We'll be doing that in like seven years. Because England already beat, always beats us on the here fashion. in the United States. Yeah, we'll yeah. Dyeing our hair gray. Well, no, we're ahead of the trend. But you, you and, and I, I, we just need to embrace it. 
All we need to do is have them hit the spots that haven't turned gray yet. Are they going full gray? Like I think they're going like full gray. gray? Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I think so. We should, we need to get, we need to do a tour in England, you and I. Right now with the gray hair. I got to get one of those hats. So we'll go on with the hats first. It's Scottish. Yeah, I know, but that's it's Scotland is like the hat of England. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Yeah, very yeah. much. <laughs> um, so um, we go on stage with the hats, and then we doff our caps yes. to reveal our bright uh-huh. gray hair. Like angels. And then we're going to have to do something. I mean, that's then. Then, then I guess I it's got just a this com- far, Jake. You got. You got. You got to land the plane. <laughs> then it's just a comedy show from there on out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the beginning part, you got to see the beginning. It's very exciting. Yeah. Let's see the 13 year olds go gray. Not going to happen. When they start dyeing their hair gray, that's when it, that's when it, that's when you really get mad, right? <laughs> I mean, finally, that's the last straw for yeah, me. That's a, well, the aging, like just, no one respects us, no one wants to listen to us anymore because we got gray hair. Pull and the then plug. The thirteen-year-olds dye their hair gray. I've got it. It's over. I revolt against them at that point. I think. <laughs> I think that's what I do. That's it. Dyeing their hair gray. That's cool. I have to look that up. That's interesting. Anyway, I'm wearing a hat because um, I am way behind on a haircut. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just letting my hair. I've, I don't. We don't really need to talk about Murray's haircut in history, but <laughs> my hairdresser, who has been cutting my hair for like 15 to 20 years, man or a woman? Woman, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got sick mm-hmm. and she couldn't cut hair anymore. She's an elderly woman. So Can't cut anyone's hair. Not anymore. She's out of the haircut. She was, but she's back. But I lost her number, and she was gone for so long uh-huh. that I finally found her number. So I'm getting my haircut on Saturday, but I'm like probably two months past the haircut. Who was cutting your hair in the meantime? Did you? My wife. I went to my wife's hairdresser, mm-hmm. and I pay my hairdresser twenty bucks to cut my hair. Sure. So have you ever gone to a woman's hairdresser? I've had some expensive haircuts in the past. Yeah. I'm like, how much should I tip uh, Carla, your hairdresser? It's like tip her twenty bucks. Like, Tip her twenty dollars. I'm like, how much is the haircut? And it was a lot. And she did a good job, but still, I'm not paying. Are that. you not going to tell me what the haircut cost? That's bu- how much. It was a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Fucking ladies are stupid, right? Well, no, that's the guy. Guys are. I'm stupid for going, but guy, the women's are more expensive. I yeah. didn't get it colored. You didn't. No, this is natural gray. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean it's a hundred including color? Even if you don't. No, get the no. Color? I guess if you get colored, you can tack on another. I don't know what color yeah, it goes for. Forty-five bucks, fifty Listen, bucks. I decided long ago mm-hmm. not never to walk in anyone's shadow. <laughs> no, I um, I decided a long time ago that that Floby sounded pretty good. Oh yeah, and so I bought a Floby. I've actually worn out. Not almost worn out. And mm-hmm. then I bought a new Floby. Let's put it this way. I've been cutting my own hair for decades. Since the Floby came out? Yeah. Wow. This is a little bit of an avant-garde thing because it's really short on the sides. And, lo- and Did you do that yourself? I was admiring yes. that over bagels. Yeah, I did this myself. But I can, I, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do much more conventional haircuts with the thing. I highly encourage you to invest the, I think it costs between 50 and $70 right. for a Floby. Give it a try. All right. You see what you think? It's three haircuts from my uh, from my old haircut. Three haircuts from the twenty dollar lady, yeah, but yeah. it's less than one it's haircut. It's not even from one haircut. It's gypsy like half a haircut. You know, haircut ripoff. You've had some avant garde hairstyles in your day, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Well, all yourself some... or yeah, off I, recommendations. I had when it was really long. I had a, 
I had this Japanese guy cutting my hair. He was a gay Japanese guy on Sunset Boulevard that another friend had rec- a lady friend recommended me to. Or sure. And he was in that. And this was this is you know twenty years ago, but he was in that. 80 to 100 range for the haircut. He was very nice, and the mm-hmm. salon was very nice. And they, you know, they shampoo your. I don't need them to shampoo my hair. I think that's another lady thing. Like, yeah. you're not doing me a favor by shampooing my hair. I can do that. Right. I don't need you to shampoo my hair. Um, but they'd shampoo your hair, and then they cut it and give you a little massage, and then they'd style. You know, they they give you that finale hairdo thing, which is always like either it's so good that you can never repeat it yourself, or it's so not you that you feel like you've had a head transplant when you walk <laughs> yeah, out of the yeah. place. Um, but my problem with him was it, it was expensive. It took a long time to get over there. Still, Japan. I, it, to Sunset Boulevard. Oh, okay. And it would sometimes be not the haircut that I wanted. Sure, yeah. You know, he would just, even if you're getting the same haircut every time, they can't, they're cutting a lot of people. They don't hair. remember. They don't remember. You get a little bit of what you want and a little bit of the last haircut they did. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I've noticed is uh, hairdressers hate notes. Like, because <laughs> I, went, I went to my, my wife's twice or maybe three times and I didn't really like it the first time, but then mm-hmm. I said, hey, because I, I had to go back. <clears throat> Like, hey, I really liked what you did here last time, but maybe this time could you just not do this and that and everything? And she was like, okay, whatever. So right. they don't like I'm like, hey, you're cutting my hair. I just thought maybe this is what I like. But the problem is you're paying a price like she's an artist. Yeah, I know. And then I know. she I, they, feels they, they like. They spend a lot of time. I understand. I'm designing a hairdo for you. But mine's like, listen, I, I'm trying to, my wife will cut my son's hair. But she won't cut my hair. I'm like, let's buy the clippers, put it on four, across the head, every once every two months. I don't see why that's a problem. Uh, my hair, you like you, the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut. Two weeks, it'll just grow out. It'll be fine. This is the thing with the Floby. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm selling these things, I, there's but I'd right be there. happy to give you a haircut when we're done with this. Um, the the beauty of, it's not about being a cheapskate although that's where we started off with this conversation right. it's about being in control i you may in a, on a scale of 1 to 10 where 10 is the best haircut you may not get a 10 but you don't get a 10 that often when you go to someone else oh, cutting yeah, your hair yeah, yeah. but the floby is a pretty consistent 8 really you know that's and good. often often a 9 and it's always you are in charge of it. Yeah. You're deciding if you want to take off a little more. Sure. Yeah, because I've been that one where it's like, hey, could you take off a little bit more in the front? And then they take off way too much. Yeah. And then you just you look kind of weird. They're busy. They're cutting a lot of people's hair. There are a lot of heads coming through that place. You're only cutting your own hair. Oh, yeah. I might look into it. I don't know. Can you still get a Floby? Are they still on the market? Oh, yes, you can. I just <laughs> I just bought this one. You can, uh, I, think it, I think you can get it on Amazon. Now, is it a vacuum? Is that what I'm remembering? You have to have your own vacuum to hook it up to. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, they don't. They tell you that in the small print. I would have bought a Floby and I would have been screwed. You don't have a vacuum cleaner? I don't know if we have a vacuum cleaner. You, you hook it up to the hose, so it's better to have one that's got a hose. But okay. it hooks up to the hose of the vacuum cleaner, and that sucks your hair up, and then the clipper clips it off. Oh, and you can, all right. And I then you said how, how, how long you want it to be. This is a good, uh, but this applies to anyone listening. I highly encourage you to get the Floby, and please, I'll, have, I'll be happy to consult with you as right. I travel the country. I mean, I'd love to start doing haircuts after the show, <laughs> but I think, I think you have to have a license to cut people's hairs. This is to go back without going completely back to sure. the conversation we were having earlier, but 
my friend Greg Barrett and I were right. trying to figure out this show where we would do we would do the comedy show and then we would cut people ha- people's hair. Now does he cut his own hair? At the end of it, he I think he does cut his own hair. He's well sculpted that hair, or he the the mohawk thing that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, we'll be right back with the pros and cons of the pocket fisherman after this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. My dad just sold all of his fishing gear. He's at that point in life where he is—he's decided he's never going to go fishing again. Really? Yeah. Huh? And so he sold all of his fishing gear. He was excited about it. Yeah. Which to me, to me, it had sort of a sadness to it. But yeah. I'm trying to decide where I'm at with my golf clubs. Oh yeah, I got. You know what? I'm at where my golf. I just where I'm at with my golf clubs. I'm not buying a new set. Yeah, that's I, for sure. I'm not maybe not throwing them away, but I'm not buying a new set. I wouldn't throw them away, I, or sell them, or I don't yeah. even know if you could sell them. I think my I think I bought mine in '99 or something I, like that. I think in theory you can sell everything, but how bad do you want eleven dollars? Yeah, you, you know? throw them out on the front front yard yeah. and stick a price on it. I do want eleven dollars actually. If I could, if, if I mean it would, if it was instant, but the amount of work you got to do for eleven dollars. Yeah, no, no. If you want to give on, me eleven dollars, I have sure, a PayPal I'm account. Up for that. If anybody's listening. I think I mentioned I was on jury duty, and uh, that's coincidentally about what they paid me for two days. Oh, you got paid? You don't get Did paid get... for the first day, uh-huh. but I had to come back the second day, and so it was $11.22, I think. Sweetest $11.22 you'll ever make. It's that weird thing. It's like the it's like residuals where they're contractually obligated to pay you, and then you get a check for 22 cents or right, something. Right, sure. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. It costs more to mail it than it does to send you the check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have that. Sure. Yeah. Um, $11.22. What were you just saying? Jury oh, duty. jury duty. You know what I learned about jury duty? What? If you can, push it or put it off until the week of the 4th of July, the yes. week of Christmas, or the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. I knew that. I, I knew pushed that mine on the last one to the week of the 4th of July. I was there for one day, and we were let go halfway through the day. Yeah. I've done that in the past. This year, we're going to be out of town on the 4th of July, and I didn't want to I w- it happened to be that they came when the notice came. It was right. this week, and I was in town this week, and it was so. I said, "I'll, I'll do it." You're going to be out of town on the fourth of July. Yeah, we're going to be flying back from uh, Great Britain. I thought we I'm had a going thing. over there to do a little legwork for the hat oh, hair tour that we're planning. Awesome, <laughs> excellent. I thought we had a thing. I thought we met every year at the parade. Oh, the Fourth of July parade. Yeah, down here. I thought that was. I a think thing technically now. we may be home for the actual fourth. We may be traveling on, on the third. Okay, but what I'm saying is I couldn't do jury duty that week because I'm. Oh sure. In, okay. In transit. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Very little uh, uh, cases are heard on the Fourth of July. Yeah, Christmas or the week of the, you know, right before the Christmas holiday yeah, yeah. that week. Yeah. And Thanksgiving. This was going to be a very easy case that I, I actually got called The guy down. admitted to it already? No, if that happens, you're out. Oh, okay. But it was a misdemeanor. I don't think you get much easier than that. Hmm? You couldn't get much easier than that. No, well, you don't have to go in if he... Oh, okay. If they, if they don't have a jury come down and go, check out this guy. <laughs> he did it. I did it. We'll deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in four hours. I, I was just talking about it on, on the podcast that came out, the one before this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, it, uh, this was my chance to actually be on a jury. It was supposed to be a short trial. I was called in on Monday. I could have done the whole thing, but they ejected me off of the panel. Were you looking forward to it? You sound like you're well, looking forward done, to it. Well, the thing was, he we went on on Monday. We got called down to the room, and he talked about it. And then we had to come back Tuesday because the lawyers weren't 
finished asking everybody questions before they started throwing people mm-hmm. out. And he said, all in, the judge, he, the judge, said sure. we would be done by Thursday. So I thought, well, this would be, I can feel good about myself that I did my civic duty mm-hmm. and I'm not, it's not interfering with my, it's a pain in the ass to have to go downtown. Yeah, yeah. And I got into it with a parking guy. You have to scan your badge to get in and then you scan your badge to get out, but it's not at the court parking lot. It's at the, yeah, it's like a block away. It's, it's three blocks away. Is it three blocks at, away? At, well, from the court, there's a bunch of court buildings okay. down there. It's, but you park at the Disney center, this beautiful Disney hall. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, I remember now. Frank yeah, Gehry yeah. building. Yeah. And the parking attendant, the badge didn't scan when I went to get out. He said, well, if you scanned that to get in, it should let you back out. And they had given me a different badge. When you, everybody hands them their badge, and mm-hmm. then it doesn't have your name on it. It has a number on it. And they just hand you back the badge along with your check, which has your name on it. And then I go to get out, and the person whose badge I got evidently had not scanned themselves in. And then I got into an argument with this guy about whether or not I <laughs> used the badge to get in. And I said, well, look, there was a mix-up. And he goes, are you lying to me? You know, it's like, come on, I'm lying to a parking attendant to get free parking <laughs> at the Disney Center during the day on a Tuesday? Why? What did you think I came down here? What kind of scam do you suppose that I'm running? I show him the check for $11.22. I go, here, now do you believe me? He goes, no, I don't. No? Yeah. I said, you're going to apologize to me. I just sat there. There's people lined up behind me. <laughs> he goes, I'm not going to apologize to you. And then it was like, I realized, right, he probably gives less of a shit about the people behind me than I do. Right. Yeah, of course. And so I, was, I just had to leave. Oh. It was a bad poker game. It felt bad. Yeah. He, he defeated me in the who's the biggest jerk. <laughs> well, that's that's good, though. And you don't 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 get into a who's the biggest jerk with a parking attendant. They're going to win every time. No, and I I knew that. I've been in that situation. Have you ever gotten an argument with one of those guys? Yes. Before? Oh yeah. I got to do it. I, but I got the last laugh. Um, I got to do it at the Grove because mm-hmm. uh, my card wouldn't read, and it was and and she. I remember she just gave me such a bad attitude, and then she finally had to punch it in, and then I asked her for a receipt. And that made her even more mad because she had to hand write it. Mm-hmm. So she hand wrote the receipt and like threw almost practically threw it in my car and then slammed the book of receipt blank receipts down on her little ledge and stormed away. So I grabbed the little receipts uh, thing off the thing. All of them. All of them. <laughs> in case I ever need a receipt. Yeah. Well, I didn't. In case I ever s- need a legitimate receipt. I didn't get to serve on the jury that I was summoned mm-hmm. for, but in the jury of this crime that you <laughs> just described, I find you guilty of being awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and also of winning. So in the what's end. your Twitter handle again? At Murray V. At Murray V. Mm-hmm. If you need a parking receipt, <laughs> tweet tweet me for a parking yeah. receipt. Yeah, you bring them to your shows and hand them out yeah, afterwards. Them party out. favors. <laughs> Now, don't you get you don't get a pass like you don't get a aren't you Jake Johansson kind of pass? No, they go around to everybody. So they got thirty six people in there, and they give you this sheet of you got everybody's got to say their name, not your name. You don't say your name. Uh-huh. You're wearing just a number. So you say what's your job, and if you're married, and what you would do for a living, and sure, you know if you know anybody who's a attorney or a cop, mm-hmm. and if you've ever been arrested and whatnot. And so I have to say, yeah, I'm a comedian, a stand up comedian. And so I say that, mm-hmm. and then people, I suppose, look at you to see if they recognize you. Mm-hmm. But it's not uh, – the demographic is slightly different than the comedy club oh, audience. Okay. okay, sure. At the place. 
It was surprising to me how many people on the in the jury thing had legal kind of jobs. <laughs> no, not comedians. There was a, a video director and, and a editor and somebody uh, else, but then there's a lot of uh, there was a there was a fair share of I'm a food server and mm-hmm. an actor. Oh, okay, there was, uh, a, there was a few of those. Oh, yeah. But there was also a tow truck truck driver who did not want to discuss the encounters that he'd had with the police in the past. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and he and he would you know they're asking about it was domestic violence, so they're asking about violence and if people have been in fights and. <laughs> He was like, yeah, I've been in some fights. <laughs> and then they're asking him about self-defense. He goes, yeah, I know what that's like to defend yourself. I know what that's like. Oh, man. I wonder and if he's like It a... seemed like there would have been – he had some good stories. Right. And he did not want to be on the jury. Sure. He was like, I can't – I don't know if I can be fair. You know, mm-hmm. every case that I've heard of domestic – you know, somebody's complaining about domestic violence, they did it. Yeah. You know, nobody's faking that. That's what That was his thing. And uh, there were a lot of people trying to get – kicked off the jury in my opinion you get kicked off the jury just by having an opinion oh yeah i bet yeah i've never been chosen so i don't know yeah well you'll see okay i i laughed at the defense attorney when she (laughs) she says has anyone here ever witnessed um domestic violence either in person or on tv or movies (laughs) i was like what the hell kind of question is that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess she's thorough. Yeah, I bet that I don't. Sounds to me like that truck tow truck driver was not like a triple A tow truck driver. He was not out there helping. He was the guy who was like towed you if you parked too long, or maybe that's why he had all those fights. Well, I think that you're both. I think that tow truck drivers are both those things. Oh, really? Yeah, you're a triple A driver when you're helping people, and then also sometimes the police call you to tow away or you got your company has a contract to tow people out of this lot so you're out uh, okay. you're out doing whatever you do and then you get a call from the dispatcher that goes hey get this you put on the black you take off the white hat and put on the black hat yeah all right okay yeah. i didn't know that i thought maybe or i think it might be like that sherlock holmes hat where you just spin oh around, oh you know, front to back oh it would be great if i had like a little thumb thing so you didn't have to do it yourself you just go Zing! <laughs> just do it it would i love pants like that <laughs> That's more of a skirt, really. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And only if it made that noise. <laughs> oh, Jake just changed his pants. Speaking of pants, mm-hmm. what are you wearing on stage nowadays? I'm just curious because I think I'm going back to the suit. Are you? I think I'm going back to the suit. You now. know what? I tried the suit, I would say, three or four months ago. The new Irvine Improv. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 500-seat theater. It's beautiful. I'm like, I'm going to try a suit. Sure. I was not. I don't know if I was more uncomfortable in that suit or if I was more uncomfortable the first time on stage. I don't know which. It was so not, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like Had the way you it. ever been a suit guy? I'm not much of a suit guy. I look good in a suit and I'll wear suits, but I only wear suits. It's like this. I have this outfit and then I have a really expensive suit. I have nothing in between. So you're wearing now, I'd say, let me just describe your outfits. You've got some lace-up Vans mm-hmm. on, black with a little red tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're red on the bottom, too. You're wearing some jeans, not super fashion jeans. No, just these like are my ratty-up jeans. Hanging out guy jeans. You're wearing a jacket that looks like a very sporty kind of guy who works on cars but this is your dress-up jacket. I will wear this. I wear this on stage. I'll wear this tonight, probably. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a, it's a very stylish, kind of zip-up jacket. Yeah, jacket. it's like a wind, almost like a windbreaker. 
mm-hmm. type thing. Made by Quicksilver. And then, of course, you've got your Scotsman. My Scottish hat. Plaid. 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 It's not a newsboy cap, but it's got a I bill. don't know what they call those, but it would be kind of newsy. Will you wear the hat on stage? I have, but I don't like to. But it's a, it's weird, and not to dissect stand-up comedy or live performances, because um, I don't know if I can bore your audience more. <laughs> oh, but, believe me, it's really the people who want to know are still listening. Okay, <laughs> Every, it's and I think every piece of clothes clothing you wear on stage says something about you. Oh, sure. You're sending little sublim. We're all sending subliminal messages all the time to the people who are looking at us. Yeah. So I like the hat. I doesn't doesn't do it for me. I think it's sending the wrong message. As I do feel the suit is sending the wrong message. Oh, yeah. I just like to. I the message that I'm trying to send with my on stage outfit is this is a this this is a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to be here. Mm-hmm. It's a special thing, and I want you to be quiet. <laughs> 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 so you wear a loud suit. The, I the thing about the cap though with the brim is a lot of times then the light you get a shade over mm-hmm. the top part of your face. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I need people to be able to see the top part of my face. I, it's, it's the best part of your face. Very well. The bottom part is the business part of my face. Sure, That's sure. where I'm really doing the work. But uh, the top part also let's it's not to be underestimated. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. But, but um, I, I do. I do live by the rule of dressing better than the audience yeah um but i but i will generally not hard to do nowadays i I know and i've obviously and not hard to dress uh nicer than the comedian before you either oh geez sometimes some of these guys some of these kids these youngsters as kids it's like are you did you just mow the lawn i know you didn't mow the lawn (laughs) because i know you're you're lazy there's no way you live in an apartment why why didn't you get rid of your lawn mowing clothes So I do. I do hold that, but I still I wear. I like. I buy. I have. I have a stage clothes. I call them stage clothes, and then mm-hmm. I, I usually only wear for work. You only wear them. But uh-huh. today, this jacket. But this jacket. This jacket uh, goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, this jacket I can do. I have another jacket that I wear. Uh, More of a Liberace kind of a thing. Yeah. Do you know who Nudie is? Nudie, the suit designer. No. No. He's the one who designed all those spangly country and western. Oh, oh, suits wow. with like the big, you know, emblazoned, embroidered eagle on the back of a white yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I wear those. Oh, great! I can't <laughs> believe that you felt like the other suit was too much, and you're wearing the nudie. <laughs> How do you spell nudie? I don't know. Shall I Google it real quick? No, that's okay. okay. I like the fact that his name is Nudie, but he makes clothing. Clothing. Yeah. yeah. I was. Yeah, I'm on board with you. Yeah, it's interesting. That now. Just to go back to the top part and the bottom part of your face. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think I remember that you had said to me you had a. And I know a I don't top have part to of my face. Oh, yes, I have you, a top part you of my have face. a. You have a new comedy CD which you made with the bottom part of your face. I did. I made it with the bottom part of my face. I do. And it, did you consider making a DVD so that you'd be able to see all the parts of your face? I don't have that good of a face. Ah, huh. interesting. Yeah. yeah. No, I went CD. Yeah, I feel like CD is is a good way to go because the cost of producing it is obviously much lower, mm-hmm. and you can you can make it and have it out, and you know you've archived that material, and you can move on to to start creating your next chunk. Sure, um, <clears throat> and as a guy who kind of went used, I'm trying to not sound like an a hole here, um, 
but I kind of <laughs> podcasting took me to another level in my stand up. In what sense? It like it, I became more known through podcasting. Yes, through my podcast. Mm-hmm. So people, the people who know me, listen to podcasts, CDs. So they're serious already listening XM. to you. So they're, they're listening. listening to you. So I just said, all right, I'll go CD because most of the people who I will reach that I'll definitely reach are are listeners. Of this that. may be what's holding my podcast back. Aside listen. from the fact that it's deadly boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is is that people are used to seeing my face? Well, yeah, and now that could be now this is just like what, what about his face? So you need a television show. I do. Maybe that's we were talking before this about Periscope. Maybe maybe that's what I. Need. Why don't you set up a uh, camera in here? I know. I'd love this. Would be it's video. It's photogenic. This yeah, room. this is great. Yeah, I guess I got to figure out what cam. What camera do you get? Do you get a? Do you get a? What do you get? A GoPro? Or you just shoot it on your phone. IMAX imax yeah <laughs> imax camera i get the big camera so the camera <laughs> is actually as big as this room yeah it's about that big i'm yeah. gonna have to blow out one wall <laughs> to get the camera in here and i think it's three guys at least to yeah. run that thing your fans will appreciate the effort yeah they will mm-hmm. now so i went cd on that route just kind of um that was my logic now that periscope is probably gonna be the next big thing i'm gonna yeah i'm always one behind i'm hoping the periscope beats meerkat <laughs> That's the other instant video. What's thing. Meerkat? I don't Meerkat even know what Meerkat is. is. Like Periscope, but it's owned by someone else, and it was integrated into Twitter. It's a video. It's another video instant. Watch me making videos right now. Oh, okay. We're all tuning into each other's just dribble just, and nonsense. Oh, I mean, sure. I like to think of this as just a, a real cut above dribble and nonsense. This podcast. Oh yeah, cut above. But um, what's the name of your CD? Uh, it's called Rusty Cow. Rusty Cow. Hold on. And what's the, what's, wow, what do you get? Oh, you brought it along. I did. You asked me to bring it along. Yeah. Oh, this is great. I'm going to look at it while you tell me. What do you want me to tell you? Well, I want you to tell me, I see, I wanted you to explain Rusty Cow, but I see now on the front of your, I'm just going to describe this because people are used to listening to you talk. Sure. I'm going to let them listen to me talk. And then this may be, I'm laying the groundwork now for... For my next DVD, which is only going to be a CD. Okay, great. Less initials. You well, right. And you actually do get a photo, so people can look at this while they're listening to I it. I like to think they do that, yeah. especially, of, it's especially a, driving. Right. It's better than to download, where you can't look at a thing. Right. But the, on the front is you not really slapping yourself on the forehead, sort of slapping yourself in the eye with the palm of your hand, and in front of you... On the table, with one with the other hand, you're holding on to a half-empty bottle of whiskey, and that looks like a pint of whiskey. And then next to that is a half-empty bottle, baby's bottle, with a nipple on it of milk. Mm-hmm. So rusty cow, to me, is the rust is the whiskey and the cow is the milk. Is mm-hmm. that right? It's a drink. It's called the rusty cow that you put scotch in milk and you give it to your baby when you want him to go to sleep. <laughs> And uh, what what parenting book did you get that Rusty Cow out of? <laughs> uh, you know, you get it on a CD called uh, Murray Valeriano Rusty Cow. Did you make cow. up Rusty Cow? I did make up Rusty Cow, yeah. You did? Uh-huh. Because but I've there's heard... ingredients to it on the inside. But I've heard... 
You mean this is full of scotch and milk? Well, there are ingredients on how to make it. It's not written the, down. The yeah, recipe. Yeah, There's a not, recipe, but not the ingredients. No, I tried that and just ruined all the CDs. Yeah. It's because it's cardboard. comes in a cardboard sleeve. Mm-hmm. I went with a cardboard sleeve on mine, too. It's ecolo- ecologically sound. Oh, this is nice. I see the track names. Potty training. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good. Raising us white people. <laughs> track number eight. <laughs> Man, I'm like, I'm like, can, is this? May I keep, may oh, keep sure, this please. copy yes, of, your, of, course. of your CD? Yes. Um, <laughs> dying in treadmills. I can't wait. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. All right. So pre-show and post-show are two tracks. Pre-show and post-show. I did. I. You know, you're a fan of music. Yes. Are you a fan of Stevie Wonder? <laughs> Fuck yes. Okay. Living in the city. Yes. Do you know that part where it kind of breaks down and they go into like New York, just like I pictured it? You know. Or living for the city, I forget. Where they kind of talk, it sing turns a into a bit of sing, sing a little bit of just the living just enough for the city. Living, hold on, I can't think of it now. I know it's hard to get the melody yeah, right, but hard. that's but that's that song. But you know right? what I'm talking about. And then it breaks down, and it has that scene for the city. That yeah, song. for the city. Yeah, and then it has that scene where these guys get off the bus and they get arrested. New York. When you say scene, it's like it breaks down into a, a an audio scene. He's telling a little story. Telling a little story. Okay. So it goes into almost this mono thing, and so I I use that. I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be cool since I'm going to be mic'd anyway. Why don't I? Why don't I just leave the mic on before the show and leave the mic on after the show? So I'm just 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 us talking before the show and then us talking after the show. So you're in the audience that's there can hear you doing the pre-show and the post-show? no 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 it's just guys talking I'm talking to the other comic like the comics who open for me and people who come out to the show and stuff did you have a what, how did you I had a lav on oh is that how you recorded the show with the lav uh we had a lav and then a directional uh huh and then I I don't know the sound guy had had the whole place all mic this is too technical I know I I, I know I think I I'm not a very good somebody hire somebody to right handle now. all that. Oh, you you had helpers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't. More of a, huh? I can't do any of that. Sure you can. I can't even periscope. Dude, periscoping by the way is what we used to call taking your penis out of your zipper. <laughs> <laughs> well, periscope the one that's hooked up to Twitter is not that. No? I mean, you could do that I on periscope. I don't see why not. But I think that you would get thrown off Twitter. Okay. I think you can can you get thrown off Twitter? I, I don't know cuz uh, there's a for some reason, do you have porn stars that follow you? That follow me on Twitter? Oh God, I hope so. I do, and then I will follow them back. And then do everyone... you follow everybody who follows you back? No, no. but I followed a few porn. I, and then every once in a while, you'll be scrolling down your feed, and there will be a giant porn scene on your phone. And then you're kind of it's kind of embarrassing. So oh, the porn stars are posting por- por- mm-hmm. actual porn. Actually, yeah, wow, chicka wow wow. Yeah, yeah, right on there, living so... just enough for, a, for the city. <laughs> yes. The... <laughs> So I, uh, you know, so if they do that, then I'd stop following because I could be sitting there with my wife and all of a sudden there's this porn scene that comes up. Right. That's more that's... of a single man's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But from their point of view, they're helping you out. Yeah. And so right? I'm you know, a porn star. You're following me. This is what you want. Here you go. Yeah. I guess for their fans. Yeah. But it's funny. A lot of porn stars are fans of comedy. Interesting. You wouldn't think they had a sense of humor. Well, I did go to um, Eddie Ift's uh Bu- oh, oh Lord! Podcast bus party, <laughs> yeah. And uh, speak, if anybody is going to get thrown off Twitter, it's going to be that he had some he had some porn stars at the podcast bus party thing. Yeah, and that was fun. He had. Uh, I didn't realize. I feel like he has always been so nice to me when I've met him and mm-hmm. interacted with him, and uh, so that you know, I've obviously I li- I've listened to his podcast and I've been on his podcast, but he he kind of did a version of it 
that I was on mm-hmm. that was slightly different than the version that's <laughs> that he usually right, does right. So, because it's, he can he can be a little he's he's uh, racy. Sure, yes, racy is yeah. a good word. I mean, if you want to know, we were talking earlier. You wanted to know where to buy a dildo, <laughs> and. <laughs> I had. Now we have to go down that road. Yeah, no, we don't have to. That was just a that was a joke was version a, of a conversation yeah. that we had about where would you buy a dildo, and it was in the context of I'll explain it. Okay, it was in the context of um, buying joke gifts for people at bachelorette parties yeah. or whatever showers and stuff. Well, like Well, I have a guy friend who's a comedian whose favorite um, favorite gift for a wedding gift is a big black dildo with a crank on it what yeah just just the biggest how many times does he get married he gives it to other people oh <laughs> no that's not one that he received oh, oh, oh. my favorite wow that was a good misunderstanding did you do that on purpose <laughs> you're good right. people should buy this cd man rusty cow rusty cow mm-hmm. is it on uh, the itunes itunes amazon all that stuff murrayvaleriano.com MurrayValeriano.com. Mm-hmm. People should get the actual. I I'm a big fan of getting the actual CD. Me too. And is it because we're music lovers? Do you think? I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I, I just you can put this into your computer mm-hmm. iPod thing, but you can also look at it. And I do get that if you buy the download, you can see. But you the can't. Same picture. You don't get screen. the liner notes. No. You don't get, you know, all there, that stuff. Inside, there's liner notes? There's a little, you know, thank yous and stuff like that sure. and credits and everything like that. And uh, how to make a rusty cow, but not the ingredients. We went through that. Yeah. And this um, is hot. This is hot off of the... Hot off the press. It came out May 1st. What is that? Three three days ago? Four days ago? Yeah. Three or four days ago? Mayo like de that. Uno is what we call that. Yeah, Mayo de Uno. Mayo uno, de, uno de Mayo. Uno de I Mayo. Uno de Mayo. And yeah. you sit around playing a card game all day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part. Which card game? I'm not a big card. Person. Uno. Oh yeah, I did know that. You're okay. right. Yeah, I did know. That. <laughs> okay. I don't. I've never played. I don't think I've ever played Uno. You never played. You, you have a little girl. And you never played Uno. No. You're a bad father. I. I'm not a big game. Not a gamer. I'm not a game. Not a game guy. I've tried to get into it. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm and I am. I continue to try. I bought this. I bought this game, the Jackie Cation. Oh. Uh, recommended called settlers of Catan. oh Catan? have you bought that have you tried that game no you're like going you're like going from maybe i'll try checkers to like full-on gaming this game is nerd. not yeah, yeah this is, you're going well, from zero nerd. to 60 i know she's a huge game nerd right you're going so, from zero to 60 though you're not going 35 40 45 yeah no i'm getting an xbox and i'm doing call of duty that's right <laughs> going right into it <laughs> What's the learning curve on Call of Duty, do you think? If you just bought an Xbox and you tried to go on the where you go online and play against people, it's just like you just get assassinated nonstop. I think I played three times before I stopped and then I sold it. Really? Call of Duty, yeah. But you tried it? Uh-huh. Because I, I bought an Xbox because I thought it would be cool to play with my friend who I grew up with in Jersey. And then some military guys I became friends with on the road who come, came out to shows and stuff. I started playing with them, and then it was just it was pointless. So I stopped playing, and then I sold it to somebody because they're too good. You can't, yeah, it's yeah. literally like okay, what do I? And you're dead. Yeah, I'm you know? behind you. You're dead. I'm behind you. You're dead. I'm yeah, behind yeah. you. You're dead. Yeah. yeah. So it was not fun. There's no yeah, like you said, the learning curve is what you can do. And what I did is buy a Call of Duty just for your computer and play it that way. You know, and you play against a computer. And is that fun? That's all right. It's all right. Yeah. How many times do you, you like gun that? games? Huh? Do you like gun games? I I I do when I 
you know, when you get a gig, when you're, I do love that you've got porn star and military guys as your fans. I don't, I'm not sure of the kind of show that you're doing, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, but I do love your fan base. Okay. Um, I, I guess when I'm on the road and they've got a, they've got a, uh, like a, a coupon for an arcade. Uh-huh. Uh, my favorite thing to do is the zombie. House oh, shoot up the zombie things. Game. Yeah. Are you a zombie guy? I, well, that's a vid- fun video game. Is okay, because they're not. Then you're not shooting. I'm. I'm not sure about shooting peep other people. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I would like that, I used so to date much. this girl who, every Friday we would go to the movies and we'd go early to play the zombie game mm-hmm. and shoot zombies for like 20 minutes before the movie started. And yeah, we'd go to the movies. Would you do that again at the end of the movie or just? Oh, sometimes. Was, yeah, sure. Sometimes. What happened to that girl? <sighs> I don't know. I got shot by a zombie. Was that back in the? Uh, not here. In this the, room? The zombie girlfriend. Oh, no, Not that was here. here. In LA. That was here in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was here. A lot of my back, I don't, I moved here when I was young. I moved here when I was like 20, 21 or something like that. So a lot of my back in the day is still. Still here. In the town. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, but in the town. <laughs> back in this town. In the city. But this, back in the city. Mm-hmm. Living just enough. For the city. It's living just enough for the city. Uh-huh. So then you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And I'm not confusing that with another song, right? No, I don't think so. Except right. I don't remember the song as well as... I mean, I, I remember that part of the song, but I don't remember the other part in the song. Where, of the, but I'm going to listen to it. I hope that's I've got a lot of Googling to do. Oh, yeah. When this is finished. I hope that's the right song, I mean, because I'm, t- I'm talking about it in radio, and I could be doing the wrong Stevie Wonder... Referencing the wrong Cindy Wonder, uh, Stevie yeah. Wonder song. I would, Cindy Wonder is who I just I would mentioned. I consider us both lucky if we got a you know pile of emails correcting us. <laughs> <laughs> so um do you ever consider do, i i guess we, we've talked to, for a decent amount of time okay i did have a thing that i wanted well it just reminded me mm-hmm. of a thing that i've been thinking about lately about do you ever see yourself moving away from here or is this do you think is your home now <clears throat> you moved did you i'm assuming you came here for show business purposes? i came here to get the heck out of new jersey that was it. That yeah. was your sole purpose. And New York City was too close to my home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 had, I had aspirations to be a musician, a, a guitar player, and, and stuff like that. But I didn't get into comedy until probably five years after I got out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love it here. I love it. The ocean's right there. The you know, um, it's what everybody always says you can surf and snowboard in the same day. Nobody's ever done it, but people say that. <laughs> I think some people have done it. <laughs> I don't. I've never met anybody. You know, you can surf and snowboard in the same day. Have you done it? No, but you can do it. I think it's just for people. I think. That's just for people to be able to say. Technically, you could do it, but it wouldn't right. be a great experience. It would be fun. I don't you think you have to get up super early to do mm-hmm. one of them, mm-hmm. and then leave in the middle of having a good time right. in order to get there just in time to do a little bit of the other one before it was dark. And then you have to drive home in traffic. Yeah, that's not fun. So that's not no. that's not the kind of life. But you could. But you could. It's nice to know that you could surf one day and then get a good night's sleep and then snowboard the next day in the winter. Yes, the they, snowboarding they, they can only the happen part, in the winter. They leave the part out where you can't snowboard 365 days. It's that's that you can you, yes you can do that, but you can only do that as I feel small like window. that's you can only snowboard in the winter thing goes without saying a little bit. I don't know. I just want to be clear. <laughs> if I'm going to put it on a license plate. Uh, yeah, I think there are probably some parts of very northern Canada and the Arctic and Antarctic where you can snowboard year round. True, but we don't live there. No. And I don't think you could probably surf there. 
You wouldn't want to. I think the water gets really heavy and thick. <laughs> yeah, you know, it gets that slushy. That sort of yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not a good. Put some cherry syrup, syrup in there. Yeah, make it a slushy. Mm. Mm. No, I love it here. I don't think I would. I sometimes I think if something horrible were to happen and I ended up alone, I'd move to Costa Rica. But that's about it. Really, for the surf or just yeah. the surf and the remote kind yeah, of the remoteness kind of thing. Blew out, get a out of dodge, flop, margarita, yeah. little kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. Because I figure if something horrible happened and I'm alone, then I have nothing here. So we wouldn't be alone because I'm here. You mean well, you all might of us be, are you killed? Might be the you, horrible, all, you might be part of the horrible thing. So not only your family, all of your friends are taken yeah, out. Not, like yeah, like I said, and horrible underlined. Uh-huh. You know, like if something horrible happened and I was alone. So this could I, include, like, let's say you go to lunch and you eat something that gives you amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> you might forget that you were supposed to go to Costa Rica in I wrote that it case. down. Yeah, good. good. You don't know Have you been happen. to Costa Rica? No. Of course, yes, of course. I've been, <laughs> I've been there like three times. I love it. My wife is from New Zealand, sure. as you, I think, know. I do know that. But people are always saying to her, that's where I want to move. I want to move to New Zealand. Oh, when the shit goes down in America, you know, when, when, the, when the political thing that I don't like happens in America, right. I'm moving to New Zealand. And then she asked him if they've ever been in this. No, I've never been. They don't know. What, I what do they know? They, Americans don't know anything about New Zealand except the Hobbit movies. That's all they know. And those are fictional. Yeah. But they don't, I don't know if and they know they that. And they didn't really take place in New Zealand. They took place in another place. That's, a, that's New Zealand is doubling for Middle Earth. It, it isn't really Middle See, Earth. See, I don't think people I are factoring like that in. Hmm? I don't feel like people are factoring that in. No, they're not. I, know, I happen to know a little more than the average American about New Zealand. For instance, the band the Thompson Twins now live there. Do they? Mm-hmm. Are they from there? No. But that's just where they retired to. The Finn brothers are from there. Yes. Yeah. Crowded house. Not twins. Not twins. Not twins. Brothers, though. Yeah. But not twins. Okay. Twins kind of freak me out. Do you know twins? Um, I know one twin of a lot of twins. But uh, I'm trying to think of... Yes, there was a comedy team... <laughs> In San Francisco, when I started, Fran and Jan Salamita, and they were they were twins. Wait, Fran's a, Fran's a, a twin? I think Fran and Jan are twins. If oh. they're not twins, they're very. They look. They looked. I think they were twins. I'm okay, not sure. I know Fran. Maybe they're just. Brothers. I don't know Jan. Maybe but they're I know just Fran. brothers. And that's the part that freaks me out. Like mm-hmm. if because I've known Fran for ten years easy, and then I find out he has a twin that looks exactly like him. That freaks me out. Now you're making me. Now you're making. Oh God, these I've known them. I haven't seen either one of them for a million years, but now I'm bummed out if they're not twins. Okay. But I was, maybe I thought. Brother or brother, just, sister? Huh? Brother is Jan a dude or? A, yeah. Okay. Two, two, two dudes. Okay. Um, hmm. If you had twins, would you give them rhyming name, names like that? Oh, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. I, get, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What rhymes with Frank? Stank. I don't think that's a good name. Skank. Skank. Stank it's, it's a girl. <laughs> Frank and Skank. Sorry, Skank, but uh, you were born second, and we really liked Frank. <laughs> Although, if we were to write a zombie movie, perhaps the zombie family that lives next door, their uh-huh. twin kids could be Stank and Skank. Yeah. Fraternal. One's a boy, one's a girl. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, Frank is... Frank is the actual human twin, and Skank is the zombie. Oh, you can yeah. have a zombie twin? And they're both boys, yeah. Oh. Or, yeah, you could have a zombie twin, sure. Maybe Stank should be the zombie twin. The first baby boy. is born alive, and the second baby is born undead. 
Oh. I know. Look, we're making up. Did you think there was going to be? You could have phrased that a little easier, a little bit, a little nicer. <laughs> Do you think there, is there a non-creepy zombie baby <laughs> way to describe it? But okay. Well. I feel like I nailed it. <laughs> In fact, your reaction is what I was looking for. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> yeah, I feel better now. <laughs> uh, speaking of zombie baby, that's one of the tracks on my CD. Oh, really? No, it's zombie? not. No, it's not. <laughs> Just going, my, yeah. I'm on my, really, I'm on my shameless plug tour. Yeah, well, people should. It's called Rusty Cow. And uh, how did you come up? <laughs> that's the Alzheimer host. That's yeah. my impression of Alzheimer's host. Um, yeah, Rusty Cow. Um, so, do you have any uh, the Alzheimer show? That's what you should do. Alzheimer. Alzheimer. Oh. So it's not you don't hear the Z too much in there. Yeah, that's my that's my but that's my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also it's like very, a late night. It's I'm like very forgetful. Yeah, it's like Al Franken. And I'm the one who's not in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm very popular because I'm always forgetting things. I mm-hmm. can't remember things. And it's the same type of joke over and over. But I'm not in on it. Right. And who's your sidekick? Um, Zombie baby. I feel like it's so easy to make TV shows. Well, I don't now. know why, why people are laboring on, why over it. Why isn't this on Adult Swim right now? I Have you watched some of the stuff on Adult, Adult Swim? I don't feel like I smoke enough pot to watch stuff on Adult Swim. You almost have to. I downloaded the Adult Swim app and I watched something that I could not make head or tail of. I was like, how? how first of all, bravo, because it was so completely bizarre and surreal. But second of all, like, it doesn't. It's not just one person who writes it and draws it and mm-hmm. animates it and then puts the soundtrack and the music and the credits on. You have to tell someone else what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And then get them on the same page to make that. It's it's yeah. Adult Swim is good, but Al, the Alzheimer 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 show. Alzheimer, Alzheimer. Yeah. 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 His, with his sidekick, Zombie Baby. I feel like holy shit, man. Who do we call? Somebody. We got it. We know tons of people who work at Adult Swim. Uh, do we? We must. I don't think. I Doesn't don't, Brian Pesane have a show on Adult Swim? Does he? I think so. He's a San Francisco guy, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think I know him from there. I know. <laughs> He's a guy who dresses up when he does a show. Um, <laughs> uh, Brian. Yeah, I haven't seen Brian for a while. He's also a gamer. Yeah, big gamers, man. I, tried I asked to... him about his pod. He does a podcast <laughs> where they play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, really? On the podcast. I oh, wow. Yeah. Jackie Cation must be all over that. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Right. Well, if it's Dungeons and Dragons are like, that's kind of like the, isn't that like the Sergeant Peppers of, of, of nerd games? What is Sergeant Peppers the Sergeant Peppers of? Music. <laughs> But you, all, all music. But you okay. know, when you think rock and roll, you know, you think the kind of like the the, the back in the day, the album, the classic album is Sgt. Pepper's. I kind of feel like oh, Dungeons I thought it Dragons. was more dress up, dress up albums. That could be it. That could be the cosplay of uh, yeah, yeah. That's all right. It. Okay, Sgt. Right. Pepper's is the cosplay of, of music records, records albums. albums. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. We've got so many ideas. We've got the cosplay of mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, DVD sure. that we're going to make. We've mm-hmm. got the two gray-haired guys with Scottish hats tour, tour. That we're going to be doing. Which we're coming to Brighton. Yeah. I think that's where we're going to kick off the tour. Mm-hmm. We start, we we get the kinks out on mm-hmm. the road and yeah, then yeah. we bring it to the, big, to the big city. Yeah, yeah. 
And then what else do we, what else? Oh, we, we got do? a big following in Leeds. Yeah. So we'll probably have to stop there for four nights. Do you know any of these towns? Are you just making <laughs> I've been to Brighton. I've been to Leeds. Okay, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I've been to Worthing. Top that. I can't. I've been to London. That's it. That's it? That's it. We're going to go to some other places when I'm in London this time to mm-hmm. do my show at the Soho Theater. Are, the end of June. Are you doing the Soho year. Theater? Yes, I oh, am. Oh, awesome. I've never done that before. Have you done it? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I've only been to Costa Rica one time, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to move there. No? No. I found it to be a little bit... Do you speak Spanish? You'd have to speak Spanish. No, they're very... They're very... Uh, a lot of expats are there. So people... And, and we're one of the few countries who don't encourage learning other languages. No, we're one of the countries who feels like we why learn other languages when we have the speaking the greatest (laughs) fucking language in the world. So you can really you can find a lot of people. English is no problem, and in a lot of places they actually accept uh, American currency. Yes, I did find that to be true. Yeah, yeah, and but when you use uh, Puerto Puerto Rican, why am I in Puerto Rico all of a sudden? When you use Costa Rican currency, it's like I remember I had a bar. I stayed at a hotel that had a bar that's like you just pay at the end of the week. And I'm like, okay, uh-huh. that's cool. So you don't have to really exchange money. And then I got my tab, and it was like four hundred and fifty thousand, whatever. I forget what they're currently. Yeah, things. which turned out to be like eighty five bucks. I was worrying those situations that they're at because you're drinking, right? And yeah, you're letting them keep track of how much you drink, and you're kind of trusting them. And uh, and over a period of days, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be a little nervous that they were going to tag on something One not not because there. i'm i'm um xenophobic but i feel like any american bar if you were, you got into a situation like the bar on the corner where you just pay him every monday oh yeah forget about it yeah he's gonna be, be showing up in a nicer car every yeah. every month yeah courtesy of you and just you. says thanks Jake and on the habits. license plate. <laughs> yeah. You know you're in trouble when they name one of the urinals after you at the bar. This is a good time, man, but I have to go pick up my son. I get it. No, I apologize. I no, I was going to suggest that maybe that we had, we'd really, we've, I feel like so grateful, like so grateful. Like so, I sure. feel grateful that you've come over to be on the podcast, Murray. Oh, I'm happy to be here, man. And I'm very excited to listen to your CD. I hope people who are listening to us will go and download it. Uh-huh. For, or you can, if you go to murrayvaleriano.com, I will happily sign it for you. What do you, you fork over for one of these babies? Uh, on my website, it's 12 bucks. 12 bucks? Yeah. That is cheap. That is cheap, man. That go is to, cheap. Go to Starbucks, it's like 16 bucks. And then, then and you get this plastic thing inside of this cardboard thing mm-hmm. with another thing in there inside that I haven't that. even seen yet. No, wait till you open it. It's like a party. And then they come to your show and you sign them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, happy to do it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. Let's high five. Oh, okay. This is fun. Awesome. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It was nice of you to stop by. That's a metaphor, of course. I stopped by you more than you stopped by me because you're doing whatever you do, and I just showed up right in your ears. You you made that happen, of course, with your behaviors on the Internet. Jake, this podcast is always free, though, so you don't have to feel bad about yourself for downloading a thing and then listening to it wherever. I hope maybe you're naked. I don't care if it's comfy, if it's cold. If you're if you're naked and cold, well, my God, you need to put some clothes on. Put pause this thing and get your pants on thank you for listening don't give up there'll be plenty of time to give up later i always say it someone was kind enough oh, gotta write these names down someone sent me a sweet email 
about how they were running a uh, some kind of distance running. Was it a marathon? Oh my God, I'm butchering this. But shout out, shout out to you, uh, people who don't give up. And for those of you who have given up, it's not. Hopefully, it's not too late to give it another try. And this next time, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Um, hang in there. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy yourself. We're all in this together. These are, these are the motivation. These are the things that I say at the end of the show when I'm delirious and delighted to be done with the, my responsibilities for the show for a week. And then it starts over. I wake up tomorrow and I do it all again. Believe it or not, there, this takes some planning and preparation. It's not, it doesn't just happen. However long it takes you to listen to it, it takes me way longer than that to make it happen because of because of because of planning or maybe it's because of poor planning maybe if i was a better planner it wouldn't take me as long to do all this but believe me i get enough of that crap from my wife i don't need to be telling myself that here in the podcast luckily there's no way she's made she's never made it this far into an episode so i know she didn't hear that um i love you bye bye